What's going on everybody and welcome back to the Football Friday podcast. Um, today we're going to be covering match week 16 in the Premier League. Um, I got a lot of good feedback from the first episode so make sure to keep supporting. Um, hit the follow button on Spotify and make sure to share with anybody who might be interested. Uh, this week was a was a funny week actually because two of the games were suspended due to COVID outbreaks but I will get through that um, when it comes down to it. So uh, let's get straight into it. The first match of the week was Crystal Palace versus Leicester, and that ended 1-1. Um, Palace took the lead early through a Wilfred Zaha volley uh, at the back post. Um, kind of when you see it, you'd think Kasper Schmeichel should maybe do a little bit better. It seems to go through him very easily, but again, it's Wilfred Zaha coming up with the goods for Crystal Palace. Um, heavily relied upon, and uh, yeah, he, he continues to, to come up with the goods for Palace. Um, fantastic volley, and, and it does beg the question, you know, how long will Wilfred Zaha stay? He, he did hand in a transfer request last year. Um, none of the clubs could really afford him due to the COVID market. Um, I think Palace were looking for around uh, 70 to 80 million for him. So, um, you know, nobody's going to pay that type of money. But, you know, as the years go on, his, his contract will get lower and obviously the price will come down. Um, so it'll be interesting to see who, uh, which of the big teams will go for Zaha. But um, we'll have to wait and see. Um, later in the game then, Harvey Barnes, another left-footed goal, well finished into the bottom corner. Um, saving Leicester again you know he scored a great goal last week against United and I think um, Barnes is a player for Leicester that has come on a lot you know I remember seeing him when he when he um, when he broke into the Leicester team and he, he was he was missing a bit of end product and he seems to have added that to his game so um, again Leicester dropping points you could say two points dropped for them uh, as they try and cement their place in the top four but again it's a it's a valuable point for Palace um, and the points are shared at Selhurst Park Moving on to game two of the week, it was Chelsea versus Aston Villa, and this also ended in a one-all draw. Olivier Giroud with a header early on, um, a Ben Chilwell assist, and, and Chelsea seemed to be finding a lot of joy down that left-hand side with Chilwell um, getting forward a lot. El Ghazi then fired in an equaliser at the back post to, to equalise for um, Aston Villa. Um, there was a lot of debate around, was there a possible foul by, by Jack Grealish in the build-up to the goal? Um, but uh, I don't think VAR even reviewed it. Um, it would have been very harsh anyway. Christensen did go down injured, and uh, yeah, it would have been very harsh on on Villa if that goal were to be disallowed. And and yeah, the get uh, again the the points were shared at Stamford Bridge. Um, again, not very good for Chelsea. Villa are actually looking very good. Um, but it was a must win for Chelsea. You know, Chelsea at home to Aston Villa. You, you have to say that it's a must win game, especially with the the state of the Premier League at the moment. Um, and it, again, it begs the question: Is Frank Lampard under under pressure? You know, the 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 English media don't seem to be piling on the pressure. He seems to be kind of a, a favorite amongst them. Um, when you compare the the scrutiny that um, managers like Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and and Arteta have come under, Lampard seems to be kind of slipping under the radar. But um, I think a few more results like this, uh, Lampard, there will def there will definitely be pressure because of the money he spent during the summer. Um, and as well as that, I, I don't think he'll be at the club if he doesn't get top four this season. So it will be interesting to see how Chelsea um, fare in that sense. Um, but again, the, the points are shared at Stamford Bridge. Moving on to the third game of today uh, of the day, sorry, it was Brighton versus Arsenal. And Arsenal needed needed some points badly here. It was, it was three points. Uh, it's strange to say that this was almost kind of a, a relegation game, really, to, to try and peel away from the rest of the pack. But... Um, the first half was very, very slow and cagey. Um, neither team were able to kind of uh, get the ball in a good position. 
Um, and then Mikel Arteta in the second half subbed on Alexandre Lacazette, who who scored almost instantly. Um, Bukayo Saka assist again. He he looked like the standout player for Arsenal. It's it's crazy to think um, that at 19 years of age, he seems to be carrying this team with players like Aubameyang not showing up. Um, again, Lacazette not 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 doing his best. Pepe. There, there's a lot of good stars at Arsenal, and and Bukayo Saka, you know, a guy from the academy, is the one that's showing up week in week out. So um, he got the assist for the goal, a great charging run, a cutback for Lacazette and a nice finish. Um, it was a real kind of grinded out result from Arsenal, one of those games where you don't play the best, but you, you get the points um, you need. And you have to say, you know, could this be a turning point for Mikel Arteta? That's uh, two wins in a row now. You were kind of looking at could he make it into January where hopefully he can make a few signings to kind of change their season. But these these wins were hugely important for Arsenal and um, that takes them up to 13th in the table. And there's a large gap, and, and you can't say they're under any risk of being relegated now. Um, our fourth game was Southampton versus West Ham. Again, a very, uh, a very quite dull game. Um, Ralph Hasenhutl wasn't actually at the game due to uh, he had to self isolate because um, somebody in his family uh, had COVID. So uh, the points were shared here. It was a nil nil draw. Um, the teams are respectively sitting ninth and tenth in the league. So, um, yeah, there there wasn't much to report in this game. Really, a very dull game. Southampton dominated possession, um, but weren't either team weren't weren't able to find a way past each other. Um, the fifth game of the day would have been Man City versus Everton, but that was suspended due to a COVID outbreak at Manchester City. So that game will be played at a later date. Um, then so the fifth game of the day then was West Brom versus Leeds and um, there was a lot of goals in this game Roman Sawyers um, was trying to pass it back to Sam Johnston for West Brom and very strangely managed to put it back into his his own goal for an own goal so uh, yeah it was a very strange situation a, a huge breakdown of communication between Sawyers and Johnston where kind of Johnston moved out to the left of the goal and Sawyers seemed to pass it straight into the goal um, so that that gave uh, Leeds the lead uh, shortly after, Alioski made it 2-0 with a great strike across goal. Um, outside the box, you know, fantastic finish. And then um, Jack Harrison then made it a third for Leeds with some great link-up play um, with Patrick Bamford and firing into the top corner. Uh, following this, Rodrigo deflected a Rodrigo deflected goal made it 4-0 to Leeds. Um, and that saw Leeds into halftime 4-0 up. And you're kind of thinking, how, how can West, uh, West Brom get back from this? But... Um, yeah, into the second half uh, it went and Rafinha had a great strike into the top left corner for Leeds, making it 5-0. So overall, that was a convincing win for Leeds. Um, and you have to kind of say to yourself, is, is Sam able to, Big Sam able to claw it back now for for West Brom? You know, um, he had a good draw at Liverpool there last week. And uh, yeah, it was interesting to see kind of his approach to the game. You know, We all know how Leeds play, very, very, very fluid, um, attacking, high-pressing football. And you'd think almost that that ahead of the game, you'd think maybe that might suit West Brom to sit in, um, soak up the pressure and try and hit them on the break. But it was an approach that, that didn't really work. You know, By halftime, they were 4-0 down and the game was gone. So it will be interesting to see what West Brom can do. They're, they're still in a lot of trouble in the relegation zone. Um, the sixth game of today was uh, Burnley versus Sheffield United. Um, ben Mee scored very early in the game, a header off a corner. And... Uh, yeah, another goal conceded by Sheffield United. Um, Sheffield United did have the majority of possession with 67%, but the Burnley defence uh, was very strong in that game, as it is in a lot of games. Um, and that was a 1-0 loss for 
Sheffield. Um, Burnley taking all three points here. And that made Sheffield equal the worst start in Premier League history. Um, so they only have one point. Um, and yeah, it's, it's very difficult to see how they're going to survive this season. But hopefully Chris Wilder can, can manage to get a few points together and make it make it a more interesting relegation fight. Um, moving on to the seventh game of today was uh, Manchester United versus Wolves. Um, it was a very, very cagey first half. Very few chances in the game. Um, Bruno Fernandes had a great chance at the back post from a Mason Greenwood cross, which uh, which he hit straight at the keeper. Um, Edinson Cavani did start the game, and, and Wolves managed to keep him fairly quiet all game. You know, they, they defended very well. Roman Seiss was a standout player for Wolves, um, and they were they were able to stop a lot of the, the threat coming from Manchester United. Um the first half ended 0-0. Uh, Martial, Martial was then brought on to try and kind of make an impact, um, open up a bit of space. Um, and it was very, very late on where in the 93rd minute, Rashford was able to uh, strike a deflected goal off Sice, who had actually got man of the match, um, and give Manchester United the, the valuable three points that they needed um, to put the pressure on Liverpool. Um, Wolves were very unlucky in this game. They defended well first half. Um, the first half they gave it a, a bit more of a go. They were playing with Neto and Triori up front. Um, you could definitely see their game plan to kind of soak up the pressure, use the pace they had against the likes of Maguire, who who isn't known to be the fastest. Um, but when when that kind of approach failed in the first half, they seemed to just um, sit in, lie deep the whole second half, and and kind of play for the point. But United were, were continually trying to trying to penetrate the defence and, and eventually it did work out through Marcus Rashford in the 93rd minute. Um, the next game of the game week would have been Fulham versus Spurs, but again, there was another COVID outbreak at Fulham, so that game will be played at a later date. Um, the last game of this game week was Newcastle versus Liverpool. Now, with uh, Manchester United getting all three points at Wolves, it seemed like a must-win for Liverpool to ensure that um, they weren't... Uh, they weren't overtaken or, or kind of sucked into the, the title race that people are talking about. Um, a very one-sided game in the first half. Salah missing um, a good chance as well as Callum Wilson came very close to scoring at Allison's near post. Um, the Newcastle keeper Carl Darlow had had a very good game. Ended up getting man of the match with a, a number of very good saves. Um, and it was one of those games again for Liverpool where, where just simply too, too many of their players had an off day. Um with this 0-0 draw, you know, that, that puts them three points ahead of United, but they have played an extra game. Um, so if United were to win against Villa in the next game week, that would that would equal the points with the, the same amount of games played. So, um, yeah, Thiago then came on uh, for about 20 minutes or so. Um, he, he looked good. He's definitely somebody that Liverpool have been missing. Looks sharp, um, is able to play the passes that, that the uh, guys like Mane and Salah, they kind of need. Um, so yeah, with this kind of draw, it uh, it really does mean that the title race is on, in my opinion. Um, you know, I if I was a Liverpool fan, I wouldn't be too worried about Manchester United because they they have um, they have their good patches and their bad patches, and um, with all these kind of good results going their way, it's only really a matter of time before you'd think um, they they'll drop points. But I think the most important thing for Liverpool to ensure that they retain their their title is is consistency. Um, their away form this season hasn't been good enough. It's as simple as that. But um, their home form should see them through, and I think they will retain the title. Um, I think if, if Manchester United have any chance, they're going to have to make a signing in January, probably in the, the centre-back or, or central defensive midfield area, just to shore up that defence a little bit. Um, but that was all for that game week. Only eight games played, um, two suspended due to COVID. Um, 
so so that's all for the the match week um i have a very special episode tomorrow actually uh coming out on friday the first ever football friday special um yeah you're gonna really enjoy that it's gonna be a bit longer of an episode but i'm gonna go into a lot more detail give my opinion on a lot more things um so definitely tune in for that tomorrow um and then as we kind of move out of the christmas period where the games are coming thick and fast my plan is to give some previews so do the previews on friday for the match weeks at the weekend um do my summary like i'm doing now after after all the games are played and then maybe a few special episodes where i talk about transfers news um and things like that maybe even have a few guests on i know that i have um hopefully some guests lined up for for a few weeks time so it's looking very good um again if you if you did enjoy this podcast uh be sure to share um yeah you know i i did uh i kind of had i had to have uh, quite an in-depth look into all the games so it's not just me sitting down and and talking off the top of my head if you know what i mean so um yeah if, uh thanks for listening anyway and um enjoy <laughs>